Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We had uh, James H. Brown liner before we went to break there, and I talked about seeing Trent Brown in that secondary that the Bears had. I'd forgotten one of the defensive halfbacks, and this tells you how this works here in this show. Uh, John Faulkner, someone texted me to say, hey, Yoga Joe has texted us to say John Faulkner. He's right. It was Trent Brown uh, played the corner and went on to play in the CFL for a number of years, was an all-star safety. Uh, Todd Matheson was the other corner, and John Faulkner uh, was, along with Terry Langley, uh, were, Langley and Kozlowski both kind of played safety slash halfback. So I can do this with the uh, Edmonton. Uh, they were then called the Edmonton S in the, the late 1970s, early 80s as well. Holloman and Highbaugh in the corners. Uh, let's see, they had Ed Not Too Tall Jones and Greg Butler at halfback and Pete Lavarato and then Emilio Fraietta at safety. So there you go. I mean, you know, it's, it's football. We all love football. But right now we're going to take a trip, uh, look at the farm as we go to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We welcome back to the show the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk. Colin, it's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Excellent, Bob. How about yourself? Good. Now, if only I could remember who's on the Oilers. I mean, I can go back into uh, the late uh, 70s, early 80s, uh, then named Edmonton Eskimos, or the uh, late 80s, early 90s Golden Bears. But uh, with all seriousness, have you needed a bit of a, a master list? to Because to, you've had guys coming in. You've had a couple players come in that have been signed, including Carter Savoy, who a lot of Oilers fans are excited about. And you've had a bunch of injuries. So uh, it hasn't exactly been, with all due respect, the ideal roster for the Oilers down on the farm. I think you guys had, were you out nine players on uh, when you played Wednesday night in that victory against San Jose? Yeah, and, uh, eight uh, eight injured and uh, one suspended. So yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting look. But uh, you know, the guys battled hard, and we had a big third period. Found a way to uh, get the W. All right, and then uh, uh, played by all reports pretty well against Abbotsford on Saturday. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, you know, I was shooting 37 to 20. I think we'd like to clean up our uh, our rush against uh, a little bit, but at, at the same time, you know, the, the game-winning goal was off a skate and the back of our net, so our, we we played hard. We outshot them two to one third, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't play well enough to, to get the win. I know there's no imminent return for Dmitry Samarukov. I noticed Marcus Niemelainen is out of the lineup as well. Uh, what happened, and are we looking at a a week-to-week situation right now with Niemelainen, who did impress Oilers? fans uh, earlier this year with uh, a couple looks yeah we uh, we, we miss Nemo obviously you know he uh, he defends the line uh, like a savage and his stick and physicality is uh, is missed but yeah he's a week to week he's got uh, um, just some some things going there's nothing uh, you know bone or, or break or anything like that he's just got some uh, some tests that need to be undergoing that are precautionary to make sure that uh, that he can uh, come back at full full capacity and you have not had Philip Broberg for several weeks how close to return are we looking at for the Oilers eighth overall pick in the 2019 NHL draft. Yeah, exciting news on him. He did practice today for the first time, uh, full practice, non-contact. So uh, you know we're hopeful that uh, that he has he is he responds well uh, tomorrow, uh, meaning soreness and, and that kind of stuff. And if he does, then um, you know we're, we're, we believe that he, he's soon. Whether that's this weekend, uh, I don't know. Depending on how he responds, how his body responds tomorrow. All right, one guy that has stepped up in the wake uh, is a non-drafted player. And that's Yanni Caldas. Uh, he's up to 29 points in the season, 48 games. He's seen some power play time. What can you tell us about him? You know, 
Yanni's been just a jack of all trades for us, and whether it's forward, whether it's uh, uh, you know playing now in our top pair with Vinny Deherney, um, you know really being a great uh, asset on the power play and scoring some timely goals, and just seeing his confidence grow. I, I think the biggest thing that, that that he's really grown into is just trusting his legs that you know he can skate himself uh, out of trouble uh, and, and essentially have that attack mentality. And I feel like his confidence is really growing on a day-to-day basis, so we're happy to see the success he's having. All right, we're joined right now by Colin Chalk. He's the uh, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Um, switching focus to forward, Dylan Holloway has been out for a while. I would say we get asked mostly about Broberg and Holloway, and that makes sense. They're first-round picks. Uh, what's the, you know How close is the is, – are we looking at an imminent return for Dylan at some point here? Yeah, I believe uh, in over a week now we're we're, we're into uh, into double digits here with with Dylan not skating. However, again, good news. Uh, he did skate today, uh, but it was a rehab skate, uh, so that was exciting to see him uh, grab and uh, looking for a jersey and uh, practice socks this morning because he, uh, you know, we were unsure how he was going to feel after a day off. So, um, you know, we're excited that uh, he was able to kind of tool around out there today. Uh, did not take uh, full practice. Not a, not a non-contact situation. But tough because he was he was coming he was playing hard he was he was he had confidence he had grit he had meat and it was uh, it was really fun to watch him so um, I know it's been frustrating for him. All right, well I, I think for a lot of Oilers fans they're pretty excited to see uh, about the potential of, of what uh, Holloway can do and, and I think a lot of them would like to see him up here. Uh, you still got the now you also ended up losing um, uh, Camp on the back end as well a right shot defenseman that was a pretty steady influence for you sort of in your second comparing right yeah Kemper I mean he's a glue guy you know block shot uh, you know be the guy who grabs the uh, grabs the starters from the coach and gets the boys fired up and uh, you know we'll take a hit and fortunately um, you know one that he did take uh, you know ended up on the wrong end and so he'll be sorely missed but he, he's doing okay and, and uh, you know uh, we just we wish him a speedy recovery how's Tyler Benson been since he's uh, returned to the farm you know, he's been, you know, kind of come from the, the beginning part of, uh, you know, not playing a lot in the National League and then come down and trying to find his way and, and dealing with increased minutes and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he's working. He's doing a great job with the penalty kill. I think he'd like to score more, uh, you know, and, and it's just more. It's just the confidence and the touches and the reps. And uh, he had a great practice today. He had a great attitude, a smile on his face. He worked. And, you know, we hope to bring that momentum into uh, to tomorrow's game. All right. Uh, would you mind telling us, because uh, I know you ended up getting um, the order signed Carter Savoy, and he's on an ATO for Bakersfield. Is Carter in uh, in Bakersfield now? No, not yet. He's scheduled to come in uh, later this week, and then we'll we'll get him on the ice and then see how he goes from there. But you know, we're obviously exciting time for him being a national national champ, and you know, we're we're able to watch uh, watch some of his games and, and the, the tournament and that kind of stuff. So you know, shooter and guy who can make plays, and uh, you know, we'll we'll get him acclimated here, and then uh, we'll, we'll get him we'll get him in, in some games and uh, see how he how he responds. Now, did no uh, no Philip make it down there this weekend? Yeah, today was his uh, was his first day. Yeah, yeah. So he got in and uh, got uh, got into practice. We chatted a little bit today, and 
uh, after practice, him and I, and he, you know, he, he felt like uh, he had a good practice, and you know, it was uh, again off a day off for the guys, so it was it was good for him not to be uh, too much thrown in the fire, so to speak. That you know, everybody was kind of uh, a little slow to get going on the first couple of drills, and you know, he built confidence, and and uh, he got some touches and got a few battles, and you know, it was it's good to see uh, a U of A guy uh, make his mark here in California. All right, so you've got uh, you do have some extra, but you're you're lighter on defense right now because uh, Slater Cuckoo's on a leave as well. You're lighter at defense than you are at forward. So is it going to be a, a few days before we, we'd see Philip in the lineup, maybe on the weekend or something like that? Yeah, maybe on the weekend. I don't think he's going to go tomorrow. Just that base he traveled in, then he was on the ice for a few days, and then today was his first day, and then he was sick before he came down. Right. So he wasn't on the ice. So, you know, he's kind of been, uh, uh, you know, really in the last the week he's only skated one time. So, you know, try to try to put him in a in a position that he's going to feel like he has a good chance, right? Um, you know, so that that's the plan for him from a deep perspective. Um, yeah, I mean, Darian uh, Darian Kelbuck from uh, Fort Wayne in the ECHL. Um, you have uh, uh, Peters up from Wichita, you know, and they're they're doing what they can back there. They they played real well, and you know, uh, a couple goals against the last few games is, is is definitely exciting. About you know, aside from the Abbotsford four the last five, uh, they're 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 holding the fort back there. Well, so all right, uh, would you care to share what uh, what were your forward lines looking like today? Just because we get listeners all the time. Oh, what are the lines like down in Bakersfield? Did, were you able to? to yeah, yeah. Let her rip. What do you got? Yeah, we had uh, we had Benson, uh, Malone, and uh, Cambites uh, skating together. We we had uh, Schaller, Hamlin, and Sevier, uh, Marody, Cracknell, and Griffith, and Verso, um, uh, Esposito, and Grass, and Philp uh, uh, rounded out the um, uh, the last grouping. Okay, uh, so it's interesting because Cooper Marody's a right shot, but you got to play in the left wing right now. Yeah, I had him playing the left wing right now. Yeah, and uh, you know, just because they had some, had those guys have had some chemistry in the past, and um, with Cracknell, and you know, it was Prolini was the, was a three of them before, so right. threw him in there to uh, to see how they uh, how they would spark offensively. Uh, had some chances in the last game. That was Cooper's first game back uh, from an injury, and, and you know, they they didn't they didn't convert. Um, you know, uh, well, I guess on the first one, Yvonne called the score. Their line was on, and uh, Cracknell had the crossbar. So, you know, it was, uh, they had some good moments, but, you know, uh, as everybody knows, it's, uh, you know, you, 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 need to, you need to get more than one, that's for sure. So. Well, I, I, we didn't even mention Perlini uh, or Raphael Lavoie. I mean, Lavoie had spent yeah. most of the season, uh, you know, sort of as a middle six right wing. And Perlini at that level is a first line player. Now, uh, is it a, uh, a concussion issue, I believe, with Perlini? Is that correct? I think that's what we discussed last week. That's, that's what he's out with right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah, he's still, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he was, in, again, like a frustrating for him because, you know, he, the first four or five games, kind of like, kind of like Benson, right? When they're not playing that much, and they come down and trying to find their way. And then he was really coming, you know, it was like a goal a game. He, uh, and he was like, you know, he was, had a smile on his face. He was getting all the guys. He, uh, he was skating. He was taking players on. He was putting the puck in the back of the net. Like he was, you could see he was invested in, 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 in being part of the team. So, uh, tough for him i talked to him today he did not skate today so um you know again it's a day-to-day and and, uh you know we'll see what tomorrow brings all right so uh in in lavois case he's sort of in a similar spot to sam rukoff as we found out it's going to be weeks to weeks for uh, both players all right switching focus goaltending colin uh you got stewart skinner now it's interesting with stewart like 
he, he's played a lot. He's traveled a lot this year. He's been up and down, and sometimes when that happens, uh, guys go, and even the best goaltenders in the world, uh, guys that are off the charts good, will have five or six tough starts in a row. And I, I, is it fair to say right now um, you, you're not seeing quite the same level that you were at with Stuart Skinner maybe a month ago? Yeah, I, I, that would be fair to say. But at the same time, you know, like you said, it's the travel that's going up and back. And even if you're backing up games, you're not playing. And, you know, it's the mental fatigue. Um, you know, so, you know, I think we've done a real good job here in, in the last few weeks of making sure managing Stu and giving him some rest. Uh, for example, in Colorado there, uh, he played on, on Friday night. And then the message to him was, you know, stay in your room. We'll see you at game time. You know, Fanti's getting the start. Uh, you're not you're not uh Conovall's going to back up and you're going to take a day you're going to take a me day you know so we've been able to do a few of those uh in the last uh week to 10 days and uh, today he came out he responded well he had a great session with Sly he was energetic he was in battle mode and you know he looked refreshed but you know um you know time will tell as, as he as he gets in the net and see what the numbers look like all right uh great stuff what's this uh, you guys play tomorrow don't you yes yeah, and it's San Jose tomorrow. What's the rest of the schedule look like this week? No, it's San Jose. Yeah, San Jose. And then we got uh, uh, Tucson on um, uh, on Friday and uh, Stockton on Saturday. All right. Well, Stockton's obviously the best team in the division, so it's going to be a tough matchup there. Colin, we wish you the best of luck. We'll talk early next week. Okay, thanks, Bob. Have a great day. You bet. That is Colin Chalky is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 148 in Edmonton. We'll tell you the best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Uh, 15 now. 15. Uh, Edmonton-owned and operated Royal Pizzas. Pizza Pass and so much more. You can go online at royalpizza.ca. They've been around for 50-plus years. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation Mediterranean Chicken. Now up to four spots in Calgary and one in Red Deer. Everything's real at Royal. And uh, Colin Chalk was our headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. I saw Trent Wilhawk uh, down in Nashville. It was great seeing him. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search, search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Back with this day in Oilers history for New West Travel when we return to close out Oilers now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's got 54 goals, 105 points. Not bad. Second time in his career, 50-50. Leon Dreisaitl. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. The vehicle pipeline is moving. Our friends at Brent Ridge Ford finally have a few units in stock and more coming on the way. You can check with Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang to see if they've got the right unit for you. If not, Brent Ridge Ford can still order one to the exact specifications that you want. But hurry, because the order bank is getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you buy a vehicle and get outstanding service, call the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. That's 1-877-477-FORD, 1-877-477-3673. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. As we go to... This day in Oilers history, presented by New West Travel. And New West Travel is going to get on board and have an Oilers playoff roadie. You can register now and go visit New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. What do you got? 
Brendan. 1995, Bill Ranford records his 10th career shutout. The Oilers blank Los Angeles 2-0 at Northlands Coliseum. Kelly Buckberger opened the scoring on the power play in the first period before Doug Waite scored the empty netter. And that, of course, was a lockout year, 94-95, for the first half of the season. Because the Oilers did not make the playoffs in uh, 1995. Uh, went to obviously, you know, let's see, 1993, 93, 94, 94, 95, 95, 96. Did not make the playoffs and then stunned the Dallas Stars in 96, 97. Uh, we will have Edmonton and Dallas tomorrow. It's going to be a kicker. No question. It'll be fun. And the Oilers are playing well. They're going good. 8-1-1 in one of their last 10 games. Um, 14-3-2. and two in their last 19 hockey games. Jay Woodcroft, 21-8-3. You heard Mark Spector. He fully expects uh, three-year extensions to be done. Bob, uh, rolling his Texas. We're going to give him final rule, uh, word here on the Ashley Fine Flores text line because he's making me laugh. Bob, Mike Smith is healthy and playing well today, and it's totally cheesing off his critics. I'm totally expecting a dominant playoff performance from Smith. Well, if that happens, that'll be a good thing for Edmonton because it'll be an extended playoff run of Smith's on his game. There's no question about it. Brendan Escott, what does Reed Wilkins have coming up on Inside Sports tonight? Well, in fact, you'll hear a one-on-one sit-down with Mike Smith, uh, Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer, Vancouver Canucks, color analyst for Sportsnet John Garrett. There you go. All right. Well, and the Canucks are closing hard here. Uh, We will have a full show for you. It's partially fluid tomorrow. Our regular Wednesday contributors uh, on Oilers now include Brian Lawton for uh, Cadian Custom Built Homes and John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. David Staples, Political Affairs, Calmness, and Cult to Hockey Raider, Edmonton Journal will join us. We're working on one more guest as well. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 chat afternoons of Jalen Nye. Back at you tomorrow at noon. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.